taught by Sayyid Sanat Kumara, which concluded into beginning from Nama, what is the Pram? Pram Sarvatman. The Prana is Sarvatma, the self of all. Prana Eva, Etani Sarvani Bhavati. So Prana alone is Pita, Mata, Brata, Sasa, Acharya, Brahmana. Prana Eva, Etani Sarvani Bhavati. He alone becomes all of this. Stirani, Chalani, Chal. Whatever is stationary, whatever is moving, Prana alone becomes all of this. So prana is sarvātmā, the self of all. Sum ātmānam. And the prana is sarvātmā, the self of all, is to be meditated upon as one's own self. That is the ahangra-upāsana. So superimposing idea of prana upon one's own self. As a result of which one attains identification with prana, one becomes Sarvatma, like Prana is. Nata Paramasthiti Uparara. Somehow says Narada fell from this teaching. Nata Paramasthiti. There is nothing greater than that to achieve now. This is what? This is the end of it. This is what I was seeking. So no doubt, says Narada is seeking to know Brahma. Adivago Brahmaidi. So when Sanat Kumara taught this, he concluded that this is Brahma. Natah Paramasti, there is nothing beyond this. Iti Uparama, and therefore he became silent, he became contented. On what basis do you say that? Says Narada was contented. No Purvat. So in each previous case, Narada is asking, Bhagavaha Kimasti Bhuyaha, is there something greater than Nama, Vak, all the to Asha? Asha Bhuyastikim, is there something greater than Asha? Pranaha. But did not ask this question, is there something greater than Prana? So the fact that he asked a question in each earlier case means that he felt that there is something greater than this, something greater than this. Meaning that even after realizing Asha as one's own self, he did not feel satisfied or contented that I have got everything that I need. But somehow with Prana, he did not feel, he felt it was okay, this is what he wanted. Yataha, but Sanat Kumara says, Yataha, tan evam vikara anuta brahma vijnana. So prana is indeed brahma, but vikara anutam brahma. Prana is vikara. What is vikara? Modification. That which is created is vikara, is modification. Yatasma jayate prana. From this Brahman, prana is born. So prana is birth, prana is beginning. That is beginning, also will have an end. Which is prana is perishable. So vikari is changing. And whatever is perishable, whatever is changing, cannot be real. Because satyam is abhaditam. 
So that is called Satyam which cannot be negated, which is not subject to change. It is changeless. Whereas Prana is subject to change. Therefore, it cannot be Satyam in the sense of Avaditam. So it is Anutam, Mithya. If Brahman, all right. But Vikar, Anutam, Brahma. Brahman is qualified by being Vikari, changing under false or mithya. So Brahma Vijnana, by the knowledge or realization of Brahman such as that, Paritushtam. So, Paritushtam. So Pashyan, seeing that my disciple is Paritushta, he is contented with the realization of prana. Akritartham. But Sanatkavara knew that one cannot attain Kritartada or total fulfillment with this knowledge. So even though momentarily Sage Narada seems to gain that Krita Kritartada or fulfillment, it cannot be everlasting fulfillment. So, why was Sage Narada contented? Paramadha Satya Ativadhyanam Atmanam Manjimanam Atmanam Manjimanam Believing that I am what? Paramadha Satya. So, the wise person is Ativadhi. So, this Ativaditvam is the, this Upanishad. Presents Adivaditvam, meaning that Vaditvam, talking, speaking, Adivaditvam, transcending everything. So, he talks, while he talks, he transcends everything. Assuming that you are what you talk. So, therefore, when he talks, that which transcends everything, that means that he transcends everything, that is what? So fact that he transcends everything manifests itself in his expression. Therefore, become one who transcends everything. And how do you know that you become one who transcends everything? In whatever you do, talk me in whatever you do. So in whatever you do, whatever you talk, in all vivahara, you are expressing yourself, whatever you are. So whatever your knowledge about yourself is, is what is manifest through you. So ativadhinam ati means one who transcends everything. It will be transcend something or the other, depending on what you know yourself to be. But the wise person knows himself as transcending everything. Entire name in form because he knows himself adhisthanam, the substratum. Upon which the entire universe, beginning from name, all the way to prana, is superimposed upon which? <coughs> adhisthanam, paramatha satyam, this is what he knows himself to be. And his knowledge, his realization, he has become that, that being manifests in his vivara, in his words. So to become Ativadi, transcending everything, 
beyond which there is nothing. So everybody dativādi, one who knows himself as, as vāk, at least he transcends the nāma. One who knows himself as mind, transcends speech. Knows him sankalpa, so each one keeps transcending, ativādhitvam is there. But ativādhitvam of the nature of transcending, whatever there is transcending, everything. That is the characteristic of a wise person. That's how this Upanishad presents that as the lakshanam or characteristic of the wise person. So sage Narada thought that I become Ajivadi. There's nothing more to transcend. So Paramartha Satya Ativadiram Atmanam Nanyamanam. Believing that I am the one who is Paramatma Satya, that I have the nature of absolute reality, which transcends everything. That's what I am. So equating prana to be absolute reality. And therefore, believing that I am identified absolute reality, that I transcend everything. Manyamanam. Pashyan seeing the Shishya. Mitya graha visheshat vipratyavayan. And therefore, so uh, dislodging him from, separating him from, turning him away from his present belief. Mitya graha visheshat. This is Mitya graha. <coughs> So what is Mithyagraha? Pranayavayaji paramadhani nārdhasa brahmaha tadirikta ātmana ajñānāt Not knowing that there is an ātma, that is even beyond prāna, not knowing that he thinks prāna to be param-brahma, that I am param-brahma or absolute reality, so that's a Mithyagraha. Nasti pranat paramiti abhimana. This notion of conclusion that there is nothing superior to or greater than prana. <coughs> so mithyagraha visheshat vipratyavayan. So drawing him away from that false conclusion. Because I am as good as my conclusion. I am as good as my perception of myself. So whatever be at any time, whatever be my perception of myself, that's what I am. And that is what Vedanta seeks to do, is to change our perception of ourselves. But changing perception of myself cannot be an, merely an intellectual process. By reasoning, I have the potential, the possibility as to what I can be. But that intellectual understanding has to be translated into a conviction. One has to see that fact. One has to become that fact. Now Vedanta doesn't see the need of becoming, but as though becoming. So whatever it is, 
there is depriving you of the benefit of your being Param Brahma. There is something that deprives you. Call it ignorance. And so, call it veiling, avaram, vikshepa, however you define it. Hiranmayana patrana satyasyapihitam mukham. Satyasya mukham. Hiranmayana patrana apihitam. The face of the truth of the self is somehow hidden. Tattvam pushan napavruno. He pushan, O Lord, please remove that veil, remove that curtain. And so it is not that you have to create, you have to make Atma as Brahman, but then whatever deprives you of the benefits of your being Brahman, that has to be removed. So that Atma manifests itself as Brahman. Esh sarvesh guhuteshu gurotmana prakashave. Sarveshu bhuteshu guraha atma. The self is as though hidden or lost in all beings. Na prakashate brahatma does not reveal itself as Brahman. Atma always reveals, it is self-revealing. But does not reveal itself as Brahman. So atma has to reveal itself as Brahman. I am Brahman, atma has to say that. Or we have to know that, we have to see that fact. So you call it knowledge, seeing, realizing, whatever you want to call it. With words, you can have exception. The fact is that right now you are what you are. So you see yourself as you find yourself to be. So you have to find yourself to be different from what you are. You find yourself to be Brahman. So realize yourself to be Brahman. Experience yourself with Brahman, see yourself with Brahman, know yourself with Brahman, whatever expression you use. Right now I have a perception about myself, which I have not determined, it determines itself. What my perception of myself is, is not determined by me, is determined by the self, the way it manifests itself. So, Atma manifests itself as whatever it does and that is my perception. Meaning that I have a basic transformation has to happen in me for the perception to change. Meaning changing perception is not merely an intellectual process. It calls for a complete transformation of my being. So simply intellectual things unaccompanied by an appropriate lifestyle, an appropriate transformation in thinking, an appropriate upasana, it doesn't work. Meaning that my whole thinking process has to also get transformed. That's what I am. I am what my mind is. So I may not acknowledge what my mind is and I declare myself intellectual. So intellect is one thing and mind is a habitual faculty. 
So I am not what my intellect is, what my understanding is. I am what my mind is. <coughs> what my habitual faculty is because my mind it is that conducts all vyavahara. Even intellect offers to function through the mind only. And therefore, regardless of what my intellect is, the way world sees me is what my mind is. The habitual faculty is. The reacting faculty is. You know? So that is where all raga, dvesha, etc. That is where the, the, the question of the... So yogyam shishyam. Yogyata or the qualification comes there. So viveka, vairagya is fine, but then samadhi, sutka, sampatti is the translation of viveka and vairagya into my being. So when viveka and vairagya become myself, that's called samadhi, sutka, sampatti. So as we do that, our own perception about ourselves changes. So, of course, we can keep on suggesting to our mind constantly that, hey, you are this, you are this, you are this. Yes, that also is one thing. At the same time, we should do whatever is required for mind to change its own perception, transforming the mind. So, therefore, he sees himself ativadi, he finds himself as ativadi. <coughs> So, Sanat Kumara finds that he has not yet accomplished that. And without that accomplishment, he thinks that I am accomplished. So, he may go away from here momentarily feeling accomplished and later on, Naham Bhogyam Pashyami. Later on, he finds that no, this is not right. Therefore, Yogyam Shishyam. In Sanat Kumara, see the Shishya is Yogya. Therefore, he takes the initiative. So, even though the general rule is that you should not volunteer this teaching unless asked for. Anaprasna Vibhruyu Guravaha Deena Vatsalaha. The Gurus are Deena Vatsalaha. They are the love. Vatsalaha. The love who are Deena, meaning those who are surrendered, those who are humble, will find the disciple humble. Humility is there. Then automatically the Vatsalya, the love of the Guru, you know, showers on him. So even though disciple may not ask for it, he on his own initiative volunteers. The Sarkar also volunteered. Aha Bhagavan Sarkumara. Now he volunteers to continue the, the discourse. So in the line 38, the Tikakara Esha Shabdasya to Shabdena Pura Prakrana Buddhi Vicheda Atha Esha Jyotihiti Atreva. Paratreva, Vakshamana, Paranamasitvam, Itiaha. That comes later. Okay. So then, the, the Vashya continues. 
in the sixth line. Yamaham Bakshami Naprana Vita Ativadi Paramatataha Namadi Apekshantu Tasya Ativadi Twam Ishutuvai Ativadati However, however Ativadati he transcends in his speech. So one who transcends everything in his speech. What kind of ativaditvam you mean? So yamaham vakshyami. I'm not yet told you. And you think that you know? So I'm not yet told you in how. So yamaham vakshyami. About that, about this, I will tell you. So when you become ativadi, by knowing that, which I am going to tell you about. Then, there is all the reason for you to be contented. <coughs> so then the Tikagara says, Esha Shabdasya Tu Shabdena Pura Prakarana Buddhi Vichyadata So Shruti says, Esha Tu Vai Ativadati that Esha, Shabdasya, Tu Shabdena, Pura Patana Buddhi Vichyada. Esha means this, not the fellow who is referred to in the previous passage, because Esha is Sarvana. So, Sarvana should only refer to what is already under discussion. A pronoun should only refer to what is under discussion. So, you would think that Esha. This one, the pronoun, refers to the one who was mentioned in the earlier one. So, evam vijanam ativadi bhavade eshaha. So, one would think that the passage refers to the same ativadi as that was mentioned in the previous passage. So, Tikagara says, no, the two shabda. So, tu shabdena pura prakana buddhi vichyada. So buddhi means what? In the pura prakara, in the previous passage, whatever you heard is what is in your mind right now, then the context is of the one who transcends his speech by knowing prana. Yes, that's what you were thinking. That's what was the, the, the instruction in the last passage. So that's in your mind. Buddhi means that is what is in your mind. So, Esha looks like it can, that is the continuation of the description of the same person. So, Esha to, to however, meaning look we are talking now about a different person. Esha is not the same person as the one mentioned in the previous passage. So, Pura Prakana Buddhi Vichyada, the teacher wants that of Buddhi, should now Turn away from what was the previous context and now should become ready for the new thing that is being told now. So, two shabdas, prakrana vichyada, new prakrana begins. Now is the instruction of a new entity. Sankumana says, what we are talking about now 
is not the same entity that was talked about in the previous passage. We are now talking about a new entity. They were here Narada, now drop what you had in your mind as a result of the previous context and be ready now to understand what new thing is being told. That's important. So Bada Swami used to say, Viveka Churamani, when you change the meter, now the teacher wants to be... So, when same meter, then you get, you know, into the same mood. And when meter changes, then you just, you know, become alert. Oh, something new is coming. So, the teacher gives some indication. So, two Shabda does that. However, now, Athayesha Jyotihiva Ityatraiva, I don't know what that is. Vakshamana Paramashitvam, I think it comes in the eighth chapter. Atha Esha, Atha, that Atha Esha Jyotihi Ityatraiva Vakshamana Paramashitvam. Vakshamana Paramashitvam is what? Bringing to the mind what is being told, what is to be told. Vakshamana means what is to be told. Paramashitvam means bringing to the mind. Vakshamana Paramashitvam meaning bringing to the mind what is going to be told. Not, not keeping in mind what has been told, but now bring in your mind what is to be told. So drop from your mind what is told and be ready to grasp what is to be told. Atha Esha Jyotihi. So Atha means now, thereafter, the Atha is what? Prakana Vicheda. Atha refers to now something new that we are telling. Jyotihi. Like that here also, that too is Vakshamana Paramarsitvam. The teacher wants that the disciples should now be ready for Paramarsha, for deliberating upon Vakshamana, what is now going to be told. Yamaham, so Yamaham Vakshyami Bhashyakana says. Shruti doesn't say that. But based on the tu, the word tu, which is Arthabhakti. So on the strength of the word tu, Bhashyakara says this is a new prakaran. So Yamaham Vakshyami. Esha, this fellow, not the one about knows about prana. The one knows about what I am going to talk about now. So even Esha means the one presence. Esha means one who knows what I am going to talk about. So, what are you going to talk about? So says, Tu Shabda Dyotyam Arthamaha. What is the word Tu in fact read? Dyotyam. The two, in fact, illumine something. So, what the word two illumines? Arthamaha, na prana. So, that two says, na prana with ativadi paramarthataha. So, thing is, the word ativadi alone is used. The previous passage also, the word ativadi is used. In this passage also, the word ativadi is used. So, what's the difference? Therefore, one may be inclined to think that same Ativadi is being talked about. Yes, Ativadi. Says, no. Two says that this is a different Ativadi. 
Why different? Na pranavit ativali even though for pranavit, even though for the nor of prana, the word ativali was used by the Shruti, is not ativali in the true sense. Na paramatadaha, the nor of prana is not ativali, not a transcender of speech in a real sense. See the tika. Katham tarihitasya ativadyatmuktam. If it is not, if, if pranavit, if noro prana is not ativadi in a true sense, then why did the teacher say that he is ativadi? So, evam vijana ativadi bhavati. Why was he called ativadi? Vyasanga apekshikatvat tat ativaditvasya. That ativaditvam. The ativaditvam of the nora prana was apekshikam, was relative to something, not absolute. So something is great, something great relative to something, but the great when you say. So great mountain is also greatness is relative, greater galaxy, but the great when you say, it is not relative to something, it is greatness without relating to anything. Meaning greatness with no boundaries, boundless greatness. So ativaditvam, transcending the speech which was, which was referred to in the case of the knower of prana was in a relative sense, relative to what was stated earlier to Asha. Meaning that he transcends, when he says, he says, he transcends everything up to Asha, the hope, he transcends everything. But aparmartikam taduktam. But still, even pranas is not parmartika. That adhivaditma is not parmartika adhivaditma. No, this is what Bhashyakara, see this is where the different Acharyas may have different, uh, you know, interpretations. To fit in what you want to fit in. So look at footnote number one. Shodasa khande kathitam satya shabdena param brahma grahyam ya satyena divadate. So one who transcends by realizing satyam, he is ativadi in the real sense. So this word satya used in this passage is param brahma grahyam. Tasya havai tasya brahmano nama satyam in the 8th chapter. That this name of brahman is satyam. This is said by Ramanujya. Satyam jnanam brahmaityadishvade ityuktam brahman jiye. They said that this satyam is param brahma because satya is param brahma elsewhere. Evam sadi mrutyakayateva satyam. But then, upanya mrutyakayateva satyam. So the word satyam has to mean parma satyam. Then, ityatra arthantaram. So there you know what they say? So, Mrityaka Ityo Satyam there, followers of Sri Ramanujaya said, Pramanikam. So, there is Mrityaka Ityo Satyam, the clay alone is real, 
you will know that clay is not absolute reality. So, Pramanikam. So, that was Satyam was interpreted as Pramanikam. So, you are not interpreting Satyam as Parma Satyam everywhere. So, your interpretation of Satya as Param Brahma is, is based on the word Satya being used in the sense of Param Brahma in some places. But Shruti does not use word Satya as Param Brahma everywhere. So, also you interpreted about Satya as Pramanikam. It is Vyakha, Kathitam, Katham, Yajyade, Anekathatvasya, Anyayatvad. So, Vedanti doesn't use Satya means Param Brahma. Ramanujiya says Satya means Param Brahma. And for that the justification is Tasya Havaya, Tasya Brahmano, Nama Satyam, Satyam Jnanantam, see. In all these places where Satya is used in the sense of Param Brahma. But we say the word about Bhutrika Yateva Satya. So that even they also did not interpret what Satya as Param Brahma, as Pramanika. So how do you interpret what Satya differently in different places? One word cannot have different meanings, more than one meanings. Anekathatvasya Anyayatva. It is not right that one word should have more than one meaning. A word should have only one meaning. So, for a word of a pramanam, it should only one meaning consistently. If here the word means one thing, elsewhere word, then your mind will be confused. Then word will not be pramanam. Word is pramanam, valid means of knowledge, provided a word consistently means the same thing. So to say satyam means param brahma is not right. What about you Vedantins? What do you say? Asmagam do abhavis satyam means abhaviram. Asmagam do abhaviram ityartha. That Amadhattam will apply to Param Brahma as well as to Mrutika. Why? Mrutika to Ghatadi Apeksha Satya, Brahma to Sura Apeksha Satya. It is a Vishesha. Satya means Abadhitam. In Mrutika, Abadhitam with reference to a part. And Param Brahmadam with reference to everything. So for Satya means Abadhitam, not Param Brahma. Anyway, just give a punch here and there, you know, on the way. So, for our clarification also. These footnotes are given for our own clarification also. So, Bhashyakara says, so that is where, now understand that this is Bhashyakara's interpretation. Yamaham Vakshyami. Ativadi mentioned in the previous passage is different from Ativadi mentioned in this passage. Because of course Upanishad says that. So that is why Yamaham Vakshami is what Sanat Kumara says. That this Ativadi is the one who is Ativadi on account of realization of what I am going to say, not Prana but Satya. No prana vip ativadi parman navadi apeksham do tasya ativaditvam. His ativaditvam is only relative to nama up to asha. 
but not absolute Ajivaditvam. Tarhi Mukhya Tiwari Kahaitya Sankhya hai. Then who is the Mukhya Tiwari? If Ativadi mentioned the previous passage was a apexhika divadi, meaning a relative ativadi, then who is absolute means what? Not in relation to anything. So when you say apexhik means what? He is applicable under only certain conditions. It is a conditional ativaditvam. Absolute means unconditional ativaditvam. At any time, at any place, under any circumstances, that's called absolute. The Jains don't accept it, by the way. They say there is nothing absolute. Because So everything is relative. This is what their interpretation. It is as far as the world is concerned. But that's not absolute reality. So this is Syad Dokya. We say Syad means Mithya. You can't say this is so and that is so. We accept as far as the creation is concerned, not as far as the truth is concerned. Anyway, so then kastarhi mukhya divari tiyasankyaha yastuiti. What does Anandagiri say? So katham tari pranavidati vadi muktam so namadi apeksham. Kastari pranavidati also is saying like yastuiti. Kastari Paramat Ativadi Bhavati Iti Kastyastu. So who is Ativadi in the real sense? So Vashakara Yastu Iti. Yastu Bhumakyam Sarvatikrantam Tattvam Paramat Satyam Veda Saha Ativadi so you Swamabhasya has covered everything. Just to Bhumakyam. So what you will find after several passages? What is Bhumakyam? So Bhuma is Akya. Or the name of which? So what is known as Bhuma? Sarvadikrantam. Which in fact transcends everything. Bhuma, what is called, what is known as Bhuma, is that which transcends everything. Sarvadikrantam, Tattvam, Paramata Satyam. So Satya also can be relative, Satya also can be absolute. So therefore, Vedanta accepts Satya of different reality, different degrees. There is Pratibhasikam Satyam. There is the subjective Satyam reality. Vyavaharikam Satyam, the objective reality. A Paramatikam Satyam, the absolute reality. So Vedanta does accept Satyam of different categories, but the Pratibhasikam and Vyavaharikam is called Satyam for the sake of, because we take it to be Satyam. Or some kind of reality it does have, it is not non-existent. So it has some kind of reality. But not Paramadigam, not absolute reality. So, Bhashyakara is Yata Paramata Satyam Veda. So, one who realizes what is known as Bhuma, and here Bhuma stands for what? Paramata Satyam. Bhuma stands for absolute reality. 
because the earlier chapter used the word sat this chapter is the word bhuma other chapter will use yet yet other word you know so different words are used for same entity same reality so paramarthatyam veda sahati vaditi so one knows bhuma or brahman which is the absolute reality so ativaditvam that he attains as a result of knowing the self as absolute reality is the ativaditvam in the true sense in the absolute sense in the non relative sense so without reservation without any unconditional without or unconditional sense ityatah aha that being the case therefore sanat kumara says this so this is where the contribution of bhashyakara is apart from explaining but filling in the gaps uktam anuktam duruktam doesn't come here uktam anuktam so what gaps are there? this is very important gap to be filled in duruktam puruktam to nahi chalta hai bhai this pramana shruti is pramana so duruktam cannot be so in bhashyakara uktam and anuktam not duruktam anyatha uktam meaning that a word can be interpreted in a manner different from the literal meaning but not this word is wrong that this is wrongly said no that is never his devotion was shruti is just too too much i do not know that we possess that kind of devotion anybody really we question everybody including most revered people also wait a minute you know this person has said this here so we question that so we might be revering a person exceedingly and still are not ready to accept every word and everything that the person does we have our own criterion of who the pramanam is and therefore we may or may not accept anybody for anything is absolute pramanam vashyakara shruti is pramanam unquestionable so for us vashyakara becomes pramanam in that sense you know but then what vashyakara says also needs interpretation because his disciples have interpreted what he has said in many ways you know <laughs> so therefore in vedant advaita vedant also there are not there is no dispute about tattvamasya ram brahmasya not dispute but different opinion about what bhashyakara means but the shravanam rangam adhijasam rangi and whatever is so this kind of details with ek jeevada anek jeevada ek gnanam anek gnanam all these things there are differences of opinion but each acharya believes that prakriya is most effective ah, without prakriyas agnyani vishtaram the prakriya anyway so begin from so it's a model ignorance also is a model but that is even there itself from there it starts what's the nature of ignorance from there the difference starts mula vidya tula vidya this etc so therefore uh, 
then you may have preference there. Whether you follow the Bhamati uh, prasthanam or Vivarana prasthanam and there also this prasthanam, that prasthanam. This is what happens. What Buddha says, what he said. Then there are four schools of thoughts interpreting what Buddha said. There are many more, who knows. Four are principal ones. No, this is what he means. See, what he said at that time. He says, he must have said millions of things in number of places, addressing different audiences, depending on what he thought was appropriate. But how to interpret what he says depends upon the individual. All I am saying is why these differences come, and that's all right. Nothing to fight about, nothing to hang on to. Take good from whatever they say and go ahead with it, that's all. So therefore don't become too rigid. I follow only this, follow that. If it helps you, follow, discard everything. But it's up to you whether you want to keep your mind open or not, it's up to you. You don't have to accept other things also. If, if this helps you, go ahead and do that, that's all. What is important is for you. Most important is what helps me. But if I find that somebody does not conform to what I believe, then give them the room. Okay. Give them the room. And bless them. That's all. So that we will not be troubled. The thing is that we get troubled. When somebody does not exactly follow what we think is what is to be followed, then we get troubled in really, in what way, you know? We start doubting what we are following. How come that fellow follows that? So openly, outwardly dismiss that person, useless, no good. But inwardly, perhaps I question, you know, whether my understanding is the real, then I have to keep on justifying my understanding and keep on dismissing that. It becomes a big burden. You may want to do that for your own clarity, etc. That's okay, but should not become emotional process. That's all I'm saying. So this intellectual thing turns to be emotional. That's the problem. Emotional means then there is a reaction and there is a partiality, etc. Intellectually, you can thread back, analyze everything that you want with an open mind. <clears throat> open mind is not an emotional mind, that's all. Okay, so where are we now? So here, so that is why Bhāsekāra interprets, you know, what the Upanishad says, this is where other Acharyas may have their own interpretation and that is where the differences would come. So be sympathetic to them. To a Vishishta Dvaita and to Dvaita and Dvaita, Dvaita, whatever it is, don't accept it, but be sympathetic. Don't get angry at them. Don't be emotional. Don't react. They are not ordinary people. Those who say it are not ordinary people at all. And they are not merely saying intellectually they have spent their whole life in, in realizing whatever they are talking. Therefore, if you don't want to learn from them, okay. I'm not saying that you keep your mind so open that you keep on going everywhere and that also may be confusing, but 
At the same time, we need not condemn or dismiss other fellows. <coughs> but what I am saying is how the text gives room for a possible different interpretations. <coughs> it's always there. Because when you are talking, you are never that, sometimes you may not be that consistent or that thorough. You have this disciple in mind and you want, you are talking to that person and you are concerned about that one, not about the whole world. Even though we say that Bhagavad Gita is taught to Arjuna keeping the whole world in mind, but still Arjuna is Arjuna, he is in front of Lord Krishna. So it is likely that Arjuna is kept in mind by Lord Krishna because his well-being is most at his heart, you know. And that is called scripture where Arjuna's well-being also happens to be everybody's well-being. But still the whole world may not fit into that, you know. To insist that Christianity is absolute and it, it should solve everybody's problem is stupid. Anybody, there is nothing that can solve all the problems in the world. Everybody claims. And perhaps they are right also. But then what the prophet has said has to be properly interpreted in this context. Then maybe what he has said solves all the problems. But not the way somebody is interpreted or you interpret and expect that what we interpret is a way to interpret to solve all the problems. And if you don't interpret then you are wrong etc. You know, so this is not spiritual or political. Problems are more emotional, political and not really spiritual. Anyway, I mean we are so we are getting distracted. But the thing is Suttari Mukhyatiwadika Yastuviti. Okay. So Sanat Kumara Aha the Ityataha. Therefore Sanat Kumara says Yogyam Shishyam Mitya Grahavishesha Vipratyavaya. Sanat Kumara, the teacher, wants to turn the disciple away from his conclusion, this logic. And because what the student has concluded is not right. And therefore, he needs to be told more clearly. Devataha, Devasam Kumara says, So again, we just look at the Tiga, Namadi, Prananda, Anusarapadartha, Atikramatasya, Paramatam, So Sarvatikrantam. Yastu bhumakyam sarvatikrantam sarva. Means what? Namadi prananta anuta sarvapadata adhikramatasya. Paramadik satyam bhuma or Brahman is that which transcends everything. Beginning from nama all the way to prana. Because anuta, all of the anuta, however great the prana is, it is still anuta. Not an ordinary thing, it is the highest thing that you can ever imagine, but that is also Anurta. So, that means what extent of Vairagya, Vedanta calls for. Hiranyagarbha is the highest achievement and accomplishment that one can have. But you do transcend that also. 
you can transcend something provided you let go. Meaning that only when there is anasakti, that means when there is the fear of detachment even from the Hiranyagarbha. And what all it stands for? It is the locus of all the Kriya Shakti, Icha Shakti, Jnana Shakti, it is the locus of everything. Sarvajna, Sarvashaktiman, Sarvayabhi. But still that Sarvajnatvam, Sarvashaktitvam, etc. is what? Is still at the level of Upadhi. So Hiranyagarbha is the most exalted Upadhi, but it is still Upadhi. So when age of Hiranyagarbha comes to an end, that also will not be there. As long as Hiranyagarbha is alive, so long Sarvajnatvam is there. But even he also comes to an end. When his lifespan comes to end, then what? So Vedantin doesn't want even that kind of restriction. Vedantin means that truth doesn't admit even of that kind of a restriction. So Anuta Sarvapadarthati Kramatasya Since Bhuma Sarvatikrantam Because it transcends everything beginning from Nama to Prana. Tasya Paramarthatum, therefore, the Bhuma alone is Paramarthatum in what? Is the absolute reality. So, that's Sarvadik Krantamai, that's what it means, I think. Or Sarva comes later. So, let us uh, proceed with the Bhashya. Eshutuvai Ativadati Yaha Satyena Paramatha Satya Vijnana Vattaya Ativadati Eshatu Ativadati He Narada, this one really Ativadati transcends in real sense. Who? Yet Satyena Ativadati, not Pranayana. So Natu Pranayana Satyena Ativadati. So having realized Satyam, then one talks, then he really transcends everything. <coughs> so says Anandagiri, Saha Ativariti Yataha Sanat Kumarasya Avipraya Ataha Eva Aha Iti Yojana. So Ativari Ataha Aha. Why did Ataha? Therefore he said, What is therefore? Saha Ativari. Yes, Satyena Ativadati. So one who transcends the speech by realization of Satya, his Ativadi in the primary sense is what is the opinion or view of Sanat Kumara. Therefore, when Sanat Kumara saw that Narada interprets Ativadi as a knower of Prana, and Sanat Kumara says that no, Ativadi is the one who is realized Satyam, therefore, Atah, therefore, he continued, proceeded to say, Idiyogana. Yes, Satyena means what? Paramartha Satya Vijnana Vattaya Ativada Satyena means what? Satyena Ativadati. So, Bhashyakara says, Paramartha Satya Vijnana Vattaya. Vijnana Vattaya by the realization of Paramartha Satya, by the realization or knowledge of Paramatma Satya. Is it knowledge means Aparoksha Jnanam here. So by the Aparoksha Jnanam or the immediate knowledge as a self. 
So knowing Paramahanda Satya as the, as one's own self, immediately seeing the self as Paramahanda Satya. Or when self reveals itself as Paramahanda Satya. Do approach involves no effort on your part. So when seeing involves no effort on your part, means self is doing that, otherwise uh, you will think, wait, who am I? That's not approach. Nyayikas call this knowledge also a paroksha jnana because no effort is involved. Similarly, when, because this thing reveals itself in that man, so when self reveals itself as bhuma, that is the paroksha jnana. So whatever obstacles there are to the self revealing itself as bhuma have been removed. So there is shramanam, mananam, nejasaram, or whatever other people may say. People have different opinions about that. So they say that Shravanam, Kirtanam, Smaranam, Pada, Sevanam is what will remove that, okay? This one is Shravanam, Mananam, Nijasana will remove. That means, no, no. Yochitta Vritti Nirodha, that will remove. So again, understand, everybody talks about the same thing, but they have their own uh, recommendation or prescription of what will do that. So be sympathetic, as I said, you know, and don't dismiss other things. Although there cannot be more than one path, etc., right? But still, Bhakti fellow believes that that is the path. And Jnani believes that that's the path. And Karmi believes that's the path. And Yogi believes that's the path. Because there are people, apparently, who have realized that through that means. And for them, that's what this Gita says. You know? Gita. It depends on how you interpret the verse. Tasma asakta sadam karyam karma samachara asakto hyacharankar karma paramatmodi purusha. Asakto hyacharankarma paramatmodi. So literally it means that one who performs karma with detachment attains paramatma. No, we say that through sat- Antagana Suddhi is then you know, Sattva Suddhi, Jnana Prapti, okay. But someone says, no, this is what it says. So someone prefers or chooses to interpret that literally and say that karma is also a means of uh, knowledge. And so, then you go to Bhakti, same thing you pass, same thing you say. Teshamam samudharta, nutya samsara sagara, bhavana charat pasa, mahiyavaisesa. No, you may say that this means there are steps in between. Okay. But someone said that this is what it said, literally. You know. Anyway, so what I am saying is that how the people take those very same things and arrive at their own conclusions. I am not saying that you accept their conclusion or not. All I am saying is that these statements, statements lend themselves to those conclusions. You can't just dismiss them or fault them. Not that we are going to necessarily accept everybody and try this, that and what not. We don't have because everybody has his own orientation. So a person intellectually oriented will only, this will appeal to him. If it is not oriented to this, so emotionally oriented, that appeal will appeal to him. And then there are the fellows who are all meditation oriented, something will appeal to them. And activity oriented, something will appeal to them. 
Then there are people having different personalities. One prescription cannot fit everybody. This is what the, the Udar Matavadis will say. You know? People with open, not open, but large-heartedness will accommodate everybody. So they will say, all religions say the same thing. Okay. We, of course, have a hard time accepting that. All right, that's fine. But where they come from, when they say that, it is not that they are saying, see, there is a political statement, maybe. If Mahatma Gandhi says that somebody may make a political statement to say that Islam says the same thing and Christianity says the same thing, Ram Krishna is not a politician anyway. Ram Krishna is not a politician. So he had no agenda. Gandhi ji may have an agenda. What is the agenda? Freedom movement. So he wanted everybody together. He wanted to bring unity among the people. And so, okay. Suppose that was his agenda for which he said, possible. Ram Krishna has no agenda and Vivekananda has no agenda of that kind. Vivekananda, I don't know, but Ram Krishna has no agenda. So, uh, not that I accept it by the way, personally. I don't accept that every religion says the same thing, etc. But then, it is this, they claim that they will study Bible million times and Quran hundred times and this is what we have found. Okay. But even our own text also, as I said, has statements which lend themselves to arriving at different conclusions. But here, so Paramasatya Vijnana Vattaya Ativadati, so one who is, so Aparoksha Jnana is important. How the Aparoksha Jnana, that everybody accepts. How Aparoksha Jnana takes place? There is Vedantic Acharyas also have their opinion about it. So the Aparoksha Jnana takes place by Niridhyasanam or takes place by Shravanam or even after this then it also requires Prasankhya meaning repeating Aham Brahmasmi etc. So how Aparoksha Jnana takes place there are some variations also in the in the Vedantic teachers also. <coughs> we should go by our teacher that's fine. But all I am saying is that there are, uh, you know, <coughs> so Bhashyakara is a Paramatha Satya Vijnana Vattaya Ativadati Vijnana Vattaya based on the knowledge or approach, immediate knowledge of Paramatha Satyam, meaning seeing Paramatha Satya as one's own self and then one, uh, that Ativaditvam is the real Ativaditvam. So Satya Ativadati means what? Paramat Satya is Paramat Satya. So Vashakara says the word Satya here is Paramat Satya. In that sense what Ramanuja said is okay, but then for them Param Brahma is not Paramat Satya. For them Param Brahma is Shakti Yoga, etc. And then you know, so even though they use the word Param Brahma, may not use in our in the sense that we use. Brahmanohi Pratishtaham, Amurtasya Vyasya, Shasratasya Dharmasya, so that is a statement there. So now that lends them, you know, that gives them the room of saying Brahma is a Shakti, I am Shaktiman, etc., etc. So this is what they belong to. So even when they use the word Brahman, they do not use in the sense that we do. So Paramatha, Satya, Vijnana, Vartaya. So Vashyakara says that the word Satya that is used by, say, Sanat Kumara is in the sense of Paramatic Satya. 
सह अति वर्धति ही अलोन इन प्राइमरी सेंस इफ अतिवादित्वम इज दाइन ऑफ विजडम देन ही इज ए वाइज पर्सन इन दू सेंस सत्यो विज्ञानवत्मिकोइंगज Aparoksh vijnanam is knowing in the self. So Tikagaya says, Satyatma rupena, one who becomes Satya. <coughs> Satya means what? Satyatma rupena, having become Satya, having realized Satya as one's own self. <coughs> then the Tika says, Tad rupatvam, agnya sadharanam, vikyasankyaha, but everybody is Satya. Everybody is the Evidatma is the Brahma anyway. So tad rupatvam. So satyatma rupena. If satya is the rupa, the sarupa atma, but satya is the sarupa, evidatma, meaning that tad rupatvam, agni sadhana, ignorant person also, the self is Brahman. So Vashyakara said, so paramartha satya vijnana vattaya. Not merely as a self, but knowing paramartha satya as one's own self. <coughs>